Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Your Week in Drama, because <laughs> that's what we're going to be talking about this week. We're talking about chess drama. We're talking about that's movie right. drama. We're talking about interpersonal relationship drama. Any kind of drama. So it's Your Week in Drama. Alex, your Week in Drama. Alex, did we start this podcast three years too late? Yes. Correct. Did we start this podcast after our obsession with chess has kind of waned into one of the things we do yes also true do we do we not really prepare for many episodes and usually we just talk in kermit voices yes that's gonna be a new thing and i feel like that's a plus but uh, alex it was great alex this episode i'm telling you we prepared i have notes on two separate things one on my computer one on my phone we're turning it around. Oh do we come back? Do we leave so we can come way back? Yes, we do. Let's go. All right. Well, I mean, I don't know why your notes are in two different places. So maybe next time we can have all of the notes compiled into one thing. But Jordan, yeah. tell me tell me what's the thing that you want to talk about the most. Uh, I, I Look, I love drama. Yeah. I love chess drama. The two most obsessed that I've ever gotten about chess has been two different times where there was intense drama when Hans Niemann was accused by Magnus Carlsen. Of the butt plug. I'm Of the butt plug. I'm going to set the stage. Right. I'm going to talk right. about the players and then let's uh, and then you'll dive into, you know, what exactly is happening. All right. So as we as we all know, September 2022 in St. Louis at the Singfield Cup, Magnus Carlsen resigns, accuses Hans Niemann cryptically in a tweet of cheating. Hans Niemann was the person accused of cheating by Magnus. Uh, he spent the last 18 months uh, playing in opens. He hasn't been getting invitations, or so he says. Uh, the invitational games are... They're obviously easier to get into. There's fewer players. It's easier to win money. It's easier to make a life as a chess player. If you're getting those sweet, sweet invites. We have the St. Louis Chess Club, which I don't know if it's the biggest chess club in the United States. Probably is, but it's I do know that it's... probably the most prestigious. Okay. Most prestigious. And, and oldest, it is, I think, actually, as well. And it's located in St. Louis, which... Is in Missouri. To, like... It's in Missouri until, like, my mom, she wouldn't think that that's, <laughs> that that's going to be one of the biggest places in chess, but probably outside of New York City. It's probably the second biggest chess city in the United States, uh, right after New York City. Um, uh, and they run the biggest chess tournaments. They run those invitationals that Hans wants to get invited to. And then we have uh, chess.com. Chess.com uh, put out a big report talking about the times that Hans Niemann has cheated online, in online tournaments. So Hans is being accused of cheating on in-person tournaments. Chess.com came out with a big report showing that Hans Niemann has cheated in online games. So those are the relevant players. And uh, Alex, what has been happening? So Hans has been harassing the St. Louis people about being invited because he's like because of my rating i should be invited and it's like okay that's fair maybe there could be any any kind of interpersonal relationship drama that is causing you not to be invited 
And so, um, so I can't remember like how it got released, but I think that it was like some documents got leaked about how he just absolutely demolishes rooms when he loses in hotels and that he just complete like shatters windows, like breaks mirrors, like destroys beds and just is so angry whenever he loses or there's like one particular game where he, like his queen got trapped where they like kind of connected it to him destroying another hotel room. And then he was saying that, you know, the St. Louis people were saying in 2023, we'll invite you. And then he didn't get invited to any in 2023. And then now he's like in 2024, like, you know, I want like all of the documents, all of the communications between us to be released to the public. The chess will speak for itself. And, you know, I just feel like he's such like a prima donna and not a fun way anymore where I feel like, you know, if you remember our previous Hans episode, like both Jordan and I were sort of on Hans team where it's like, Hey man, you know, Magnus, you had a bad game. You can't just accuse people of cheating, which is probably true. But also now it comes out that he's having all of these other cheating scandals and destroying things and butt plugs and all sorts of different problems where it feels like he's, and he's not even like a top 10 player. He's a top hundred player. And I think he's even a top 50 player, but he's not like a top, like he's not, it's not like, you know, I don't know, like Fabiano Caruana is doing this where it's like, yeah, I kind of need him because he's, but then again, I guess, you know, uh, Karjakin, who was the previous, one of the guys who, um, actually beat Magnus in one of the world chess championship matches. You know, he's been completely blackballed from all of these events. And I think he is a top 10 player, uh, because of all of his support for Russia and Putin with the Ukraine stuff, which is also weird that they kind of like honed in on that. But then also, you know, you see things like Daniel Dubov recently confessed to cheating online like in in various things and no one cares and so i wonder if it's just because hans is such a disagreeable character that you know maybe they just are like screw you man like it's not worth the time and also our hotel rooms are expensive yeah hans neiman doesn't seem like a chill guy no he seems Uh, he's like a raging narcissist and bad person uh so have you been checking out his twitter no Okay, I should. you gotta. I'll open the, it now. It's the best follow. It's the best follow. Hans has been posting these like minute. So first of all, Hans Neiman has a Substack uh, that you can subscribe to. So he's how he's, much is a subscription? Doing, I, I I honestly haven't checked. Um, probably five dollars. So he's he's doing a little bit of a grift. He's turned into this like online guy who. Um, just, I guess, like, vaguely accuses people of, um, like, malintent, of, like, financial malintent, of barring him based off of, um, none of the, none of the bad things he does. Uh, what, what he's been saying on Twitter is that he will post before and after photos of every single hotel room he's ever stayed in, which is, like, how are, why do you have before and after photos of I mean, this guy's probably stayed in a hotel room, like, multiple times a, a month for a long time. Didn't like, he say that he was going to start doing that so he could get inv- okay. invitations again? All right. Okay. That's, is that what he said? That's, I guess that's that would make I more remember. sense. Yeah. That, that, 
okay that would make more sense but these but these minute and a half long videos are so funny he'll just be like so and so uh so and so cup thing um you invited this player who's a lower rated than me and you're not inviting me because chess.com and he's obsessed with this um chess.com bot play magnus in 2022 uh and that's kind of the thing he rails again so he's always like implicating chess.com and all of this because of these like financial implications it's it's kind of just i guess sad to see but also it is like a little funny i don't know yeah i mean he kind of is very trumpian in the way that he responds to criticism and he just like completely goes off the handle and he's just really intense like he like looks into the camera and i'm like all right do you see me hans do you know my name can you see my soul you know he's a very intense guy and i looked it up he's 20 he was born in 2003 yeah crazy but i guess his top his peak rating was 2703 which is like really good and then his current rating is like 26 something or other but i feel like whenever someone's 26 something or other i'm like nah less impressive than if you were 27 something yeah so do you i mean what's your what's your analysis like should he be getting invited to these to these things i mean is it is he is he on the bubble or I don't really think that he's owed anything. Um, I think that he got screwed with the Magnus situation. I actually kind of doubt that he was cheating because Magnus never really gave anything other than like vibe based Mm -hmm. accusations. And it really cratered him. Assassination. Like it really cratered him. And Magnus also does this with like everybody. Like I think that he doesn't, he doesn't really accuse like Hikaru of cheating. He doesn't accuse like Fabi of cheating, but he accuses like anyone else that beats him. It's like a 2600 that, they're cheating, and I'm like, all right, man. It's like the chicken who cried wolf or whatever, you know, or the... What is it? Boy. The boy. It's a boy. Or the sky yeah, is falling s- person. That's Chicken a, Little. Uh, that's chicken the chicken. Little. That's the chicken, chicken Little. Okay. That's, chicken this Little it. was my AIM name when I was when I was a kid. When I was like... Precious. Eight, tw- 11, 12 years old, uh, my, my AIM name was Chicken Little 95. And Chicken Little I'm 20... got so many women, let me tell you. Yes. He was like, yes, what's up, I'd... ladies? The sky is falling. You want to come sleep with me? Yes. Chicken Little, <laughs> famous for bringing in the hens. Uh, yes, it's true. They feel safe with you. So, um, But yeah, I just feel like, you know, you have to have some level of decorum. You know, chess, yeah. with chess especially, it's not NASCAR. You know, it's not like the MMA where it's like, oh, he's spitting the other guy's face. This is amazing. Let's give him a prize fight. You know, it's like you have to be like a little bit respectful of some things and being disrespectful. I don't know. It's like, yeah, I mean, you're good. You're not that good. You're like, you're not even a top 10 player. He's number 53 right now in the world, which is great. Way better than I ever will be. But at the same time, it's like. There are 52 other people that can be invited before you. And if someone is lower rated, but like more interesting or also doesn't destroy hotel rooms, feels like kind of a no, no brainer to me. And I, I didn't know that he yeah. hasn't played in any kind of invitationals, but it doesn't super surprise me. And also he That's... hired some lawyer that was like a Rudy Giuliani type that was like, we're suing Magnus Carlson for $17 trillion. And I'm like, what that? And like, I looked up the law. 
like the the appellate court documents and it was just like this is crazy <laughs> yeah and it's just he he's gonna keep doing this he is yeah. a guy holding on for dear life uh for a career uh whether that is in like in actual chess i mean i don't really know what i want to continue hap- to start happening but but the the best thing if we all want chess to go back to being like a chill time where you know the drama is people like looking at each other weird or like somebody making a facial expression at like a board you know which is like that's kind of what chess drama a lot of the time is yeah um uh if we want that, the best thing would be for Hans to get good at chess again and yeah. to get up to a spot where he cannot be denied, yeah. right? Because then that would create a situation where if he's making a living playing chess, he can just be a chess player. But as long as Hans stays in this spot where these these uh, uh, chess tournaments can um, you know, justify not inviting him, I mean this is the way he's gonna, you know, try to pay the bills. And, like, I get it. Like, I have to pay the bills, too. You know? Like, so, I think this he's is... certainly interesting. gonna continue to happen. I guess... And, but, I, I mean, don't know. Like, I feel like the chess world he's my favorite lately fo- has been such follow a in the chess world. Where, uh, so I guess so like, Ding the Loren, the reigning chess champion, opens this... I think it was, like, the chess invitation, like, Grand Invitational or something. I can't remember the exact name of the tournament. It's, like, a major tournament. Yeah. He starts it... Oh, and three. I'm like, dude, how are you losing to these people who are like, he's just so not good. I'm sorry. It's like, he's so boring. That's bad folks. Like he just, his, his games are not interesting and he loses like constantly. And then I guess like when Magnus was champion, it was like, when someone beat him, it was like, oh my gosh, is he cheating? No, just kidding. But it would just be like a big deal. But now it's like when Ding wins, it's a big deal. So, I can really see this candidates tournament being one of the craziest tournaments of all time, where people are just desperate to knock out this guy, who is like very obviously gonna lose. Yeah. I mean, there's no way. The fact that he won, to begin with, is crazy. But, like, poor Jan. He's like, I'm just looking at him, just being like, how? Who are you? What happened? Clutch master. I hope not. I'm bored with him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I, I mean, Jan's got to like, be the odds on favorite. Cool if someone going else into this did one. it. I mean, he's won the last two. Someone else who wins. It's like, I'm tired of watching him lose. You're, you're like number one Jan. Maybe he can wait. Supporter. Yeah. It's going to be. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's going to be. I don't know. It's we'll going to be a that fun candidate for, for obsessives. <laughs> yeah, I also... Uh, uh, we'll see how that, how that yeah, pans it's, out. And for, so Jordan and I else. actually played I mean, a, our first game but in a it, long I'm time enjoy it. against each other. And somehow I won. I know. Yes. Yes. Against each other. Correspondence. Yes. Alex won. It was a it was a a good fun game that didn't get drawn out into a long boring end game. Um, I I you know played my very defensive black opening 
and you manage to keep the pieces on the board with white, that's, uh, uh, that's like my main thing that happens. Most people can't do it, right, at our levels. Most people can't keep the pieces on the board. I, I win a pawn. I, I, I simplify, and I also have you know, this, there's not enough you know, for a big king-side attack, but you kept the pieces where on the board. I don't have many of them, uh, and, and I was able to went for a big basically just attack, trap your queen. It was devastating. And I saw it coming like four moves ahead, and I'm like, oh my gosh. If this happens, this will be great. Because I was like threatening checkmate, and there was like one one move basically to prevent checkmate, and you know I knew that I knew it was going to happen, and I was like, oh man, we're doing it, we're doing it. And then it was it was a beautiful time for me because before that I was kind of like it was probably like you know oh and oh right like it was pretty dead even, and then I had my kingside attack which worked, which is 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 rare doesn't always happen that way um yeah. so that even yes i think it's 17 16 no. i think that yeah do you know what our i think um, that i've won one lifetime more correspondence uh uh win loss is against each other yeah and i feel like both of us kind of have yeah, moments was... where we like just steamroll the other one yeah and you know, that yeah. happens. Before and that I feel game, like there was a time, was like, maybe, like, in the summer even. or something, uh, where you were just, like, so slitting my throat every single game. Yes. Yeah. That's probably true. Yeah. And then, I think I had, like, a resurgence, and I beat you, like, three or four times in a row. I believe I beat you, But it was like not, like, quite as bad. times in a row. And then I think I evened things out, and then we yeah. didn't play for a long time. At least on correspondence games. Yeah. Though I'm curious, we need to play more rapid games. I feel like we always talk about that, yeah. And we just need to like actually sit down and do it. But yeah. I know. No. I know. I know. I know. I know. We always say this, but however, <laughs> we do have time. We always to watch this, old movies. We are busy guys. Last week we Folks. watched Torn Curtain, uh, that's why. which is an Alfred Hitchcock yeah. movie, but which we're is here. kind of like a. Oh, interesting. Yes. He's a big boy. First Alfred Hitch Alfred yeah, they, they do look I've the same in that photo. So, makes sense. Easy easy All to I knew confuse. of him was that I feel one like photo that everyone knows. It was and I always get him confused not with like Winston very, Churchill. Um indicative yeah. of yeah. his kind of overall style where it was it was this like political thriller where a guy claimed to def- defect over to the east germans to kind of get information and then he tried to escape and then his girlfriend came along and she was very annoying yes. but she was played by what's her name is like mary poppins julie andrews and paul newman was the guy and paul newman is beautiful it's true julie i mean andrews. it's the diet of like three cigarettes this a day and some scotch I'm and like they that they were it's, both it's, hot it's as to these people, hell man. in this they're, movie. Uh, they are very malnourished, but hey, they are beautiful. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. That's probably true. I really can't think of someone else that is even close to his level. Paul Newman is the peak of male hotness. And the we nice thing about him and I think uh, Julie Garland, we, I, I can't remember if Julie Andrews is this way or not. We I looked up one of them, it out, like, and it was like, they had, like, one marriage. Ago. I'm like, we that's amazing. That never happens with people like this. It's like, you had, like, a normal family life. Good for you. Um, 
but I thought the movie was really good. There was this very drawn out like struggle scene where they killed a guy and there was yeah. it was like yeah. really intense. I was like, oh my gosh, like how long is this gonna go on? Like they're just like fighting him and he's just like not yes. dying, yes. you know, and then they're like panicking and it's kind of like they have to be quiet because there are other guys outside and i was like this is like incredibly tense it was and you know so see we have paul newman just going around east germany i mean he just totally destroyed this like uh, a resistance cell to the to the Soviet Union. He literally exposed. He's the worst spy. Paul Newman. Paul Newman's character, Michael Dark Doctor Michael Armstrong, uh, trying to find information for from yeah. Gamma Five, which is some. And he was know, like not thing. good. Where even you know it's like oh I defected. Here's all my information. He didn't even have like fake person. information. He, he, he was just like contact. looking at the other guy's calculations, and the guy was like, "Do you not know anything?" And he's like, uh, 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 "Can I see the calculations again?" No. I'm like, Michael Armstrong, what are you doing, dude? And then like yeah. his fiance like wandered onto a yeah. plane to East Germany somehow. That he didn't yeah. notice her, and he's like, go home. Almost like I'm not going to tell you anything, and so you're going to think that I'm a traitor and hate me and not listen to anything that I do. Yes. And then she's like, but you're yeah. so beautiful. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. The- what are we doing here? Where are we? Oh. Yes. And she just wants to be with him the whole time. That's kind of sexy that you're a rebel. Yeah. It's like, no, Julie Andrews, go home. Yeah. I'll be home and- later. And then, like, it was so suspicious and weird where all the guys are like, do you not want her here with you? And he's like, no. They're like, but you're here forever. He's like, oh, yeah. Huh. He was a silly goose. Yeah. But she, she does save the day. She does. She is the reason they get the information because Doctor Lint, the East German um, uh, professor that has the information from Gamma like, Five, yes. he gets Correct. doesn't he isn't allowed to speak with Michael Armstrong, but then he gets infatuated by Julie Andrews' character, and but he course, was angry and yeah. he like knew what was going and on. He wasn't even that kooky. He was like, "You're a spy." Him. Dr. Lint like, was, uh, I liked his perhaps, character. He was kind of like a kooky, classic kooky professor. Is that okay with you? No. <laughs> it is not okay with me. Yeah, it, it was very beautifully shot, too. I really liked all of the, like, on-screen <laughs> locations. Like, they were in uh, Scandinavia for a while and Denmark. And then East Germany was very beautiful in its own way as well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Here's a, okay. Here's a couple things from the movie that I thought were funny. Um, the at the very beginning, there's a scene that's dead silent. Uh, they were eating on the on the passenger yeah, vessel it was, it was pretty long. around Norway, um, and literally there's no one speaking for like the movie was long. I mean, they maybe could have cut some of this out. Um, and then the next scene. 
they go Hell into yeah. the hotel or the the passenger vessel bathroom and there's like 25 bottles of liquor sitting on the in the bathroom you would know more than me <laughs> so i don't know i guess you go to the bathroom and you like you take a shot of what's that what's that disgusting finish spirit I, oh gosh, I, I prepared for this episode. I should have prepared more. They take a shot of can whatever I, that disgusting finished spirit one thing is that, that tastes like, funny. it's like horrible so, gin because it's so herbaceous and gross. You know, Michael And then Armstrong I guess we go and talk like about business or something. Told by all these people, contact Pi. Please do. If you have a problem or if you need to get out. And, you know, he goes to this like little farm where there's like the resistance cell is. He draws Pi in the sand like pi like you know 3.14 um the symbol in the sand and he just leaves it there i'm like bro do you not understand that that is very suspicious and then you know the one guy that they end up like it's like tailing him's like oh this pie this mathematical symbol huh no no and they're like, yes, it means nothing. Like, oh, the the looks they very suspicious. And then they're like, um, yeah, a a bird drew it. A, yeah. b- a bird drew it. Yeah, I do not believe you because I am not born yesterday. No, no, no. And then they're like, oh well, can we have to kill you now? He's like, oh, you're welcome to try I in Terminator. <laughs> and then he correct. almost killed both of them. Um, the way they killed him was really, I know, it was, yeah, it's like, guys, you own a farm, like, throw him in the river, like, there's so many right. other better ways of doing this. And then this. they like, kill him and bury him in the front yard. Bury my bike stupid. with me in front yard, three feet under, not too deep, we want the other Nazis to find me. Uh, yeah, it was, it was a little bit silly at times. But and then there was this like really like at the end of the movie, there was this awful woman, who was like, "This is suspicious," because they were like waving at these boxes. Good luck, guys! It's like, God, who is teaching these people how to spy? Yeah. Like, where are they going? Where it's like, oh yeah, it's like our East Germany ship. They know that these, like, very famous people defected and yeah, then not... didn't defect and then escaped. I have notes on the spies. They're like, bye, guys. See you later. Enjoy Denmark. And then, like, the guards are like, we shoot it. Boom, boom, boom. And then, you know, that turns out they escaped. But at the same time, I was, like, yeah. watching it. I'm like, oh, my gosh. They're going to die because these people are stupid. Shoot it. Boom, boom, boom. And then, you know, that turns out they escaped. But at the same time, I was, like, watching it. I'm like, oh, my gosh. They're going to die because these people are stupid. Right, but they they waved at the boxes on purpose so they would shoot at the boxes and they escaped out the back. Yeah, but I didn't know that at the time. Ah, I see. Yes, that was the... See, the the tension. The tension was... It was particularly, like, in character for them to be that stupid. Yeah. Where it's like, they're going to get, like, shot right now. Yeah. But... Yeah, it was it was kind of a longer movie, and so I think the next one that we watch for our next podcast it should be shorter and also older. I would love to do like a black and white one again. Sure. I thought Blast of Silence was so much fun. Overall, like all these movies, totally fun time. Oh yeah. Uh, what I like about about these movies, I probably said it last time. There's just one thing happening. You yeah. know, we're not we're not layers. There's not, you know, the 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 extent of. I wonder if you can hear that 
that leaf blower. We're officially a podcast. We have a leaf blower uh, probably destroying the audio. Um, but what I like about these movies is you watch it, and it's very simple. There's not three things happening in a scene. There's one thing happening in a scene, and that's I do, I do like that. Yeah. No, it's a lot of fun, and I also like that they're all on, like, oh, it is loud now. I really like that they're all um, kind of, like, shot on scene, right? Well, that there's no green screen or anything. And so, you know, you're, there are these people that are, like, walking through these beautiful locations and doing beautiful things. And I'm like, it must have been so much fun to be a movie, like, person back in these days. It's like, well, we have to go to Denmark on a cruise in order to shoot this film. I'm like, please, sign me up. Where can I be an actor? It's like, you're not as handsome as Paul Newman. I'm like, that's true. That's why you get to take him. You know, he's got a lot of demand because he's such a beautiful boy. He is. Yeah, I just want to go be a 1960s director. I know. I know. Those people are doing life right. There's this movie. So so right now, Jordan and I have the Criterion Collection streaming service, which both of us have really enjoyed. There's a lot of really good kind of like older movies and like more artsy movies on there. And it's kind of like a 10 out of 10 experience. Like... Almost every single movie I've watched on there has been a banger, though. Not all of them are bangers, but, like, most of them are. I watched... I've actually, Jordan, been watching the Parker Posey collection. And she's this, like, 90s indie drama queen who's just, like, all of her movies are incredible. Um, The last one that we watched was called House of Yes, where this girl thinks that she's Jackie Kennedy and is, like, kind of obsessed with her brother in, like, a weird incestuous way. And then... um, he comes home with a fiance and she like loses her mind. And so really just like weird and like funny. Like there was another one that was like office space for women, which was really good. And, but there's, so Greta Gerwig who directed, um, Barbie and little women. And she's directed a few, like, uh, lady bird. All of these movies are really like great movies that I really enjoy, but she has a collection right now on the criterion collection. That's like, her favorite movies and one of them is like these two married couples um meet and then like two of them fall in love and then it's kind of like their whole situation so i'm really excited to see how that one turns out one of my friends watched it and he really liked it so i think that uh that maybe that could be our next one or if you have one that you want to watch we can do anything like that guys we're highbrow we're highbrow we're highbrow we're, high we're sophisticated we uh, are we we're actually in full tweed suits right now yeah. you can't see it yeah but we are uh just take are, our word you know, for it just put our we're face fancy boys it. we're the fanciest but this has been your week in drama and drama. we love you guys we hope that you guys have a wonderful two weeks before our next podcast and we will come back with more movies if any of you have movie recommendations that you want us to discuss let us Tell know us. you find funny chess drama let us know Yes. If you just like us. love us, please tell us because we are both in need of that. Yes. Very, <laughs> so, very self-conscious. Very <clears throat> self-conscious that we started a podcast three years too late. That's right. Uh, but now it's kind of like whatever we want it to be, you know, and our, <laughs> our 10 listeners love it. So, and we love each and every one of you. Also, shout out to Noah and Taylor who live in St. Louis. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. I know. You can there walk are... down to the St. Louis Chess Club. And... I know. And they found the destroyed hotel room from Hans Neiman. They had no idea what was <laughs> going on. They took their beautiful child and ran away. You could play both sides of it. You could, you know, go look at the destroyed chess 
uh, thing and then go personally ask uh, St. Louis Chess Club to reinstate Hans Niemann. You know, for you more really destroyed things because we yes. live for the drama. Yes. No, no, never mind. Sorry, that was last week. <laughs> All right. But you guys have a wonderful few weeks. Stay warm out there. Bye, guys.